Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial when you go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash row. Over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for your Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. This is the World of Row Podcast, and introducing your host, standing at 6'5", weighing 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos! Alright folks, how y'all doing? Sit back, relax, and crank up your volume, because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Rowell. People call me Ro or Browell, Brosif. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a man of many hats, like I always like to say. I'm a uh, a fan, a man of that loves T-shirts, a man that loves to wear different types of ball caps. I am a proud father, a loving husband, a delightful human being, a man who's met Bobby Knight once. But I'm a podcaster, and this is the show. And welcome. This podcast is available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, Google Play, worldofro.com. There's a couple of great ways that you can help out my show, and one of them is taking the time to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, tell your friends, use your social media, tweet it, maybe Facebook it, Vine it, Snapchat, uh, what else? Vi- I did say Vine. Uh, use uh, maybe your your uh, path. I think that's still a thing, right? I, I think people still use path. Whatever type of social media you use, Pinterest. Yeah, you can pin it to your board. That would be awesome. Um, uh, the, the other <laughs> the other great thing is going to uh, uh, checking out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash world of row. You can donate a couple of shekels to the show. That would be great. A dollar, two dollars. Hey, I get it. You know, I'm asking a lot of you guys to um, to do things like that, but I would I would really appreciate it appreciate it if you could take the time to do so. And um, it goes to help. It goes to the podcast. It goes to me, and you get insight to bonus content. Which you know I haven't done anything yet for August. I am going to work on that in September. We have an, I have another one that I'm going to do. So uh, stay tuned for that. And please, 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 if you can, I'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you. All right. So how are you guys doing? How's your week been? How was your How was your weekend? Last, you know, this past weekend it was a crazy weekend for me. I'll get more to that. I'll get to more. I'll get to that in just a second. But I really want to know how you're doing. Um, are you ready for this coming weekend? Are you ready for fall? Yeah, technically, I think fall starts today. Which is well, today's Tuesday. But when you hear this, it's Friday. So actually, fall will already technically be in season. But we're in Texas. Where the vast majority of us are in Texas, I'm in Texas. Summer still goes to like October, I hope anyway, and that it just starts to cool down and and it's not so hot. <sighs> I can't wait for that. Anyway, um, my weekend was a crazy ass weekend. It was a shit sandwich, to be honest with you. I worked all weekend long, and no, that I I didn't podcast. I mean, podcasting is kind of like a side gig. But I haven't made any money from it yet. Maybe a couple of bucks, but I have to work to provide for my family. I barely saw my family this weekend, not until Sunday night. Man, the weekend—I mean, it was just—it was just crazy. I mean, from Wednesday 
to Sunday, it was like a nonstop roller coaster, especially through the weekend. I worked 33 hours, and I won't tell you where I work at. I'll just let you know that I was part of an iPhone, the iPhone launch, and it was insane. Oh, my gosh, was it insane. I barely saw my family on Friday. I barely saw them again on Saturday. Sunday, I finally got to spend a little bit of time with them. But, oh, my goodness, people, the phenomenon never dies. And, yes, you know, I use an iPhone. I love my iPhone. I love my Apple computer. My wife loves her computer. That's Apple. That's weird, right? Apple computers. <laughs> Shout out to Omar, the producer. I told, I was talking to him, and he was just like, hey, man, so when you go to Apple computers, he's like, dude, it's not called Apple computers. It's called Apple. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was just insane. I barely, you know, worked the life of a retail person. It's not an easy job. You know, I'm used to weekdays off, and I don't know if I'll ever, I'll ever get used to the idea of having weekends off, weekends off because I'm so used to this, and I've been doing this for 16 years, 17 years, and it would, I would love the idea of working, having weekends off just to be able to hang around and do other things, but holy shit, it was crazy. My gosh. You know, I'm just now able to recover, and, and I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so by the time you hear this, I'm will be Friday. I hope that I have a fantastic week. I'm sure that I will because I don't. I've had a wonderful day off today with my daughter. I recorded another podcast today, and it was an actually it was actually an in person podcast, and I'll just leave it at that. And that it was a lot of fun. Um, first time I recorded a podcast where I had four people in, in one in one setting. It was kind of cool. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It had its hitches, you know, little, you know, little mistakes here and there had to do, you know, trying to be the multitask guy, but it was a great podcast and I hope you enjoy it when it comes out. We, we did about an hour and 20 minutes. Of course, not all of that will make air. I mean, there's some tweaking that needs to be done and, but it was fun. It was really cool. Hopefully we, I have another, another couple that I get to do this week and I'm looking forward to that. I'm still being, being very proactive in booking my guests. I'm trying to find people locally, trying to find people, you know, all over the world via Skype, you know, work doing these conversations and connecting through Twitter just trying to find people that I know that would make a, a great conversation and a great, wonderful podcast, something that you can enjoy. So that's the idea every week. World of Row gives you something every Friday because Row knows that's a thing too. Row knows how to get guests. Row knows how to put put together a great podcast. Row knows everything. <laughs> that's a shout out to to Mandy and and Fear because they kind of came up with that. So um, stay tuned. Again, there's that stay tuned thing. Man, I always talk about that movie, right? <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Uh, anyway, so I'm talking about booking and all this stuff. Let me go ahead and talk about this week's guest. So this week's guest is Daniela Bondar. Did I say that right? Bondar? Bond? Yeah, I did. Laughing, or you know what? Correct me, Daniela, if you're hearing this, if I said that wrong. It is Daniela. That's her name. Anyway, she's on the show this week. She's a blogger, writer, you know, podcaster. She's got her own blog. She has a podcast called No Room in Hell. She's she works for you know she does stuff for Denim Geek and it's awesome. Funny story about that about this podcast. I actually started. I did a podcast with Daniela back in like April, in April, folks, late April, and then or April, uh, my the first you know MacBook crash of 2016 happened. It was actually. It was actually like two or three days before my daughter's surgery. If you guys remember back in May, my daughter had a surgery. 
it was it was like three or four days before that happened, and ah, uh, I lost that file. And I we we stayed in contact and we said, hey, we got to make this happen. We got to make this happen. We tried again in June. Booking was you know just we different schedules. She was on vacation. July I was on you know vacation or same thing. Just getting sidetracked with stuff. And finally, finally we we'd been in touch and she. We just kind of like were touching base, and I I reached out to her when she had um she got to talk to Nikki Glazer for her for her column. It was amazing. If you guys have time, we talk about it on the show. Check it out. Nikki Glazer is an amazing comedian. She's been around for quite some time, and the opportunity to talk to somebody who's one of your heroes is one of is always a dream a dream of ours. People who are in in this medium, you know, and awesome conversation i had so much fun we just killed it it was like from the beginning to the end just amazing audio greatness so but i'm also going to play a clip really fast here for the pot slam event that's happening this weekend in chicago illinois it's a it's a great thing that they've got going hundreds not hundreds quite a few podcasts will be doing a live podcast stream for 12 straight hours one of my favorites, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, is going to be on the podcast today. If you guys remember, Marty was on the podcast here, episode 30. He's a World of Row alumnus. I'll, I think that's how you say it, right? Or alumni. Anyway, uh, it's a great cause. It's going toward Connor's Cure. Uh, part, you know, WWE has a big thing with Connor. If you guys remember or if you guys follow wrestling a few years back, they started this, you know, you know, the thing for Connor. He it was a he was a beautiful little kid. He was he was adorable and unfortunately you know, cancer took his life at a very, very early age. And Potslam is doing something really cool by helping those people and don't get taking donations to help a great cause. So if you guys can check it out, and uh, if you can donate, I would, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. And the people at Potslam would certainly appreciate it. So thanks, and then we'll start the podcast with Daniela. September twenty fourth, from one p.m. Central to at least one a.m. Central. Live in Chicago, Illinois, and streaming online is PodSlam 2016. PodSlam is the world's only 12-plus-hour podcast marathon for Connors Cure, the WWE initiative to fund research for and help families affected by pediatric cancer. Shows in attendance will be your buddies, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, Dilettante Ball, podcasts from the Second Wind Collective, Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, does this work and so many more taking place at the prestigious bug house theater in chicago illinois tickets are only available at the door and you'll have the chance at giveaways and prizes throughout the day can't make it in person listen along live at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam in fact you can donate right now at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam once again that's arcadeaudio.net slash podslam for the full podcast lineup ticket information to donate now and of course to donate on 924. Let's go gold this Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. Spread the word about PodSlam and help us crush our Connor's Cure fundraising goal. We'll see you this September 24th at PodSlam 2016. Uh, how's everything going? Good. It's yeah. going pretty good. Can't complain, you know. Yeah. How how's it over there in New York at this time of year? Is it's does it start to cool down everything? Oh no. It's it's pretty hot. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I think I think we like skipped over half our summer, so now it's like still ninety degrees outside. Oh wow. Which is just weird, but yeah. uh I guess we can pretend it's still summer a little longer, so <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's same over here in Texas. It's it gets really humid during the day, but it's it's cooling off a little bit, which is kind of nice. And it's it's outside being outside is more tolerable than what it had been in like June and July during the day. So it's it's actually gotten pretty good. Well, that's good. Yes. <laughs> so you're, you know, blogger, writer, podcaster. I again, we touched base back in July. I read your your interview with Nikki Glazer. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. That was like the highlight of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> did you do that over the phone or did y'all do that yeah. in person? Okay. We no. did it over the phone because she's in LA. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we did it over the phone and it was just, it was so, I mean, I used, years ago when I was like, you know, younger, I used to watch her. Mm-hmm. Like when she was first starting out and she had like a show with like Nikki and Sarah live, mm-hmm. which didn't last very long, which I was upset about. But it, I was like, this, these are, people are awesome. I love her. Um, and then I got to interview her like by accident and it was just like, oh, my God. Did you uh, were you really, really nervous before you started or what did you do to calm yourself? Because I know in a moment like that. You're yeah, somebody. I was like dying. I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Like crazy. And then I'm just like. Whatever, I have to do it. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just gonna do it, and if it goes horribly wrong, I'll just apologize profusely, <laughs> this, and then move it, on. <laughs> yeah, and then it went off without a hitch, right? Yeah, it actually. I mean, she's like a doll. She's like so sweet and like relaxing, and it's like just talking to your friend that you've mm-hmm. known. Um, so once like we got over, once we like broke the ice it mm-hmm. like went very smoothly which i was so thankful to her for <laughs> <laughs> i did a podcast a few episodes ago with with somebody who i I've, i kind of see like in this you know kind of like at that level so to speak i mean it wasn't somebody at her level but i was still really really nervous and i'll, I'll go back and i'll listen to it and i sound like such a fanboy when i'm talking to him and and if and if he's listening i don't know if he listens to my podcast <laughs> or not but i'm just like oh gosh i sounded like such a tool at times and i don't i didn't want to come off like that i kind of wanted to come off like at that level of professionalism you know yeah (laughs) it's probably it's probably like one of those things where like nobody else is gonna notice it except for you because you know it yeah you know like everyone else is gonna be like oh you sound so debonair you're like (laughs) i was sweating (laughs) (laughs) i i I think having the two cups of coffee before it didn't help the the matter either because i'm like hey you know like fidgety and like i'm shaking stuff while i'm talking to him like you know it's just i shouldn't have done that you know yeah i hear that i'm sure like you know yeah i'm sure like nobody else noticed and if they did you're like well it's over now yeah like, ah, fuck it Too next late. time it'll be better yeah exactly next time just more beer and whatever <laughs> who drinks beer at noon though everyone <laughs> oh yeah i mean it, yeah you know <laughs> it, it would have worked out pretty well because it was sunday and Sunday's usually like a fun day of cookouts or having a beer or, or, or a mimosa or whatever right i mean that could have right. worked loosened me up a little bit but then what if i was slurring i, I forget it i'm over analyzing now yeah. you need to like have like you need to i think you i think what the gist is you need to like practice makes perfect when yeah. you just like and i'm not talking about doing interviews i'm talking about drinking <laughs> like you have to like you just run test samples of like how many 
drinks does it take to like I'm no like I'm incapacitated <laughs> and I can no longer perform an interview? It's like the you're talking about like the like the tootsie the tootsie roll yeah. top thing, right? Kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> like you make a little chart like with like you have like little bottles that you color in, and you're just like and you sing like 99 beers on the wall. But, like, oh man! And you're just like oh yeah, I type it. Ninety-seven is mine. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my geometry teacher proud by making these charts and graphs and everything yeah. like that. <laughs> and they said we'd never use math. We'll never use math again. <laughs> That's so true, though. <laughs> I don't... Like what I sat in class for. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I, I'm just, I was content on getting like a C. But now Ooh. it's like I'll take that C and it's like a B because I'm using this stuff, you know? <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. So do you, have you ever done a podcast like kind of drunk or anything like that before? Like we're buzzed, uh, I should say? <laughs> the funny – okay, so the funniest thing about this podcast um, is that before we got a chance to do this podcast, mm-hmm. we decided we were going to do our own podcast like just like – I mean, we didn't decide what it was going to be, but it was basically going to be just whatever we felt like, like mm-hmm. pop culture, right. um, but mostly horror stuff and things like that. Um, and we call we called it fully loaded because <laughs> we were drinking while we were like every podcast was every podcast episode was going to be paired with a different drink. Nice. <laughs> so we did one like our first one was like about uh George Romero, George A. Romero. Right, right, right. You watch all his movies and like, you know, like or rewatch them all in like a day, and then like podcast and while drinking, <laughs> um, which was fine because nobody was listening to it because like nobody knew it existed. Um, and then, and then before we recorded the second ap- episode, um, which was about Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but it never went up because we were then given the opportunity to do this podcast for like people that were actually listening. Nice. Um, I could tell you that we're sober for all of them, <laughs> but instead what I'm going to say is we're mostly sober. for all Got of it. Us. Mostly sober. Yeah. So you're, you don't want to give out the secret formula to your no, success. I mean, like when we started, I think we, we drank a little more because we were just like, Oh, who cares? But now that like, we're like a year, a year and something into it. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, we gotta be a little serious about it, um, <laughs> but we still like, you know, we're never drunk. We're never, we're never drunk. Yeah, you know? we're just in in the midst of a drink, but never drunk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I I have seen, well, I have done a couple of podcasts and a, and a couple of in person ones where the person that I that I interviewed was kind of under the influence. Now, now again, I'm not going to mention names, but I mean, nothing. Okay, so so the, I did a couple of episodes with my father, and of course we're drinking, but that's cool. But yeah. I did it to loosen him up because he was so scared holding this microphone in his hand kind of thing. And I'm not bashing you, Dad, if you're listening to this, but I, I did a I, – I interviewed someone, uh, someone back early, and uh, I don't want to mention names because, uh, you know, full disclosure. But, you know, they had a couple, they had a couple of um, cigarettes. Uh-huh. You know, cig- those kind of cigarettes. Yeah, the yeah. funny kind. Yes. yes. And, I, you know, it was I didn't inhale. Totally did not yeah. inhale. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I noticed that it loosened him a lot, loosened them up a lot. So, <laughs> Well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> in some states it's legal and some of them, some of them it's not. But Or actually just one state it's legal. No, two states it's legal. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like if I could interview drunk people, if I could do, like, if I could do podcasts out of a bar... 
That would be great. That would be totally awesome. Yeah. You, you could call it, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a weekend drunk drunk Something dialing like, or the, the like in- too drunk to name it there you go and that's like the inverse of drunk texting but it's like drunk drunk podcasting kind of thing i was listening to which it was so funny because this morning i was like walking and i was listening to uh, there's like this philosopher yeah uh sam harris and he was doing this he does this podcast but he took another really big philosopher and they're talking at a bar mm-hmm. and like they're having the most intellectual conversation I've ever heard in my life. And I'm just like, what is happening? And you can hear people singing happy birthday in the background <laughs> and like clinging glasses. Yeah. Like, at a conference together, they're like, let's argue because we have differing views and like they're at a bar. And I'm just like, this seems like the best and worst use of this bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I like either feel really bad about myself or really good about myself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was amazed. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah. I, I saw your tweet today about the uh, about you were listening to an audio book and some guy asked you, what are you listening to? And you said, Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I listened to Mark Norman, who I love. Everyone mm-hmm. listened to him. Um, and he, I was just listening to his album on like Spotify and I'm walking, but I have my headphones in. Right. And I try really hard not to laugh. Um, but you can't help it because right. it's so funny. And like, I listen to comedy a lot while I'm walking and I'm like laughing to myself and some guy like said something, I don't know, like, I don't even remember what he said, but it was something stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, yeah, I'm listening to mine Kampf. <laughs> and then I just like walked away <laughs> and the guy was like, what? And I wasn't sure if he was confused because like, why would I be listening to that? But I think he was more confused cause he's like, what is that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh let me hear more. <laughs> and and you're and you're Jewish, right? Yes, I. <laughs> yes, yes, I oh God, that's yeah. A, but I I wasn't wearing my Jew sticker across my forehead. That's so. true too. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't yeah. have. But I he, think even if you're not, like, I mean, if you're listening to the Mind Comp audiobook, I mean, I guess that's better than reading it because it takes less work. Yeah. But, <laughs> still, <laughs> not very forgiving. Well, the the thought of making a joke like that that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. There's, well, I mean, because it's like it happens all the like New York is so annoying because there's people. Like, half the people are annoying, and then half the people are crazy. Okay. So, like, doesn't matter what you're doing, but when you're walking down the street, like, somebody's going to talk to you. Oh. So, you kind of, like, you know, like, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, it was, like, basically your version of saying, like, hey, fuck off kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I usually never do, because, right. like, usually I don't even hear it, because I'm, like, walking, and I always have headphones in, and I'm just, like, <laughs> been in New York so long, and, like, I don't... I don't hear what you're talking about. Yeah. So I just like pass by. But this I just was like, oh. <laughs> so do you live in Manhattan? I do. You I do. do. And are you from Manhattan or where are you from exactly? Uh, no, I was born in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Lived there for like, you know, a few years. And then we moved to Staten Island. I know, boo. And then <laughs> uh, I moved to the city. Nice. Uh, so, but I've actually lived here almost as long as I lived in Staten Island. Wow. Wow. So you you yeah. lived in three of the five boroughs already. Yes. So next is the Bronx, maybe? No, I'm kidding. Probably not. <laughs> okay, and definitely not Queens, right? Definitely not Queens. No, <laughs> Queens is probably. The, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the last place I'd live because Staten Island would have been that. But um, Queens is like the most confusing place on the in the universe. Like I have been to Queens once in the last like five years, and that's more than enough. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't need to. And I'm sure it's very nice. I know a lot of people who live there. 
So, no hate. I'm just saying it's confusing to me because all the streets are weird. I don't know. So, in, in the terms of weird, is it what? What do you mean? Just because of the one-way streets or something? It's like it's like every. <laughs> it's like every. Uh, I don't know. This could be the same where you're where you live. It's just not. It's weird for me that like there's like Fourth Street, Fourth Avenue, Fourth Boulevard, Fourth. Holy- yeah, holy shit! No, we don't have that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like every, it's like Thirtieth Avenue and Thirtieth Street, and like you're like, what the? Yeah. No, you know, you know, I live, I live in San Antonio, and when my wife and I go downtown to go, and I live like thirty minutes from like downtown San Antonio, but <laughs> when we go down there, we always freaking take the wrong turn so we're always stuck on one ways and the, the you know how downtown roads are really well you know because you live in manhattan yeah. some parts of them feel really really tiny as far as the streets oh, go yeah. and you're just like it's like that chevy chase national lampoons european thing where you're like hey look there's big ben you know and you can't get off of that street for like five hours it's kind of like that but my wife and i don't get mad when we we take the wrong turn we actually just find it to be pretty hilarious yeah, I feel like if you get mad, then you get frustrated, and then it gets like, uh, it, and yeah. it's worse. Yeah, it snowballs, and then you before you know it, you want to kill each other, and we definitely don't want that to happen. So we right. kind of like make la- light of it, and then we'll turn on like you know map map directions to make sure we're going in the right way. And and I'm kind of driving my wife's the navigator, and she'll be like, uh, "Where do I?" And I ask her, "Hey, where do I turn?" Uh, you just passed it. I was like, "Ah, shit!" And we just kind of like start laughing, and then we just keep going like for twenty minutes, and then we figure out where we're going. It's but that's the whole good part of it. But no, we don't have streets that are named like five different times with the number four or any number for that yeah. matter. That's strange. It is weird. I I yeah, I don't get it. I drove there a couple of times, like back <laughs> when before I lived in Manhattan. I was like, "Where the hell am I? This is no. This is nothing. There's this is another town altogether, another universe." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I have no dis- and also it's like I'm very wary of places I think I'm just I'm being a New York snob right now but like in New York <laughs> in, Manhattan, in Manhattan like you walk around and everything is like like if you're in a neighborhood mm-hmm. like if this they're like oh this is a good neighborhood so when you're in a good neighborhood everything it's a good neighborhood because everything is like nice and together right like you can hop from restaurant to bar to theater like whatever you want to do right is together but like it, when you go to the outer boroughs, like you can be in a neighborhood. They're like, "This is a good neighborhood, right?" Mm-hmm. But to find the one spot you want to go to, you have to walk through a lot of nothing. Wow! <laughs> and I don't like that. That's yeah. like really not my. I just don't like it. Right? I don't know. So do you? Is it? Is New York? Is everyone? So every, it, it, the perception of New York, right? Is everyone thinks people are jerks there? Yeah. But it's not so much that you're jerks. It's just you don't have time to bullshit and say hi and exchange formalities kind of thing because you ha- everyone has a destination to get to kind of thing, right? Is that is that right or am I wrong? I think – no, no, no. I think that uh, – I think it's a, a little bit of both. Um, I, I think that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Uh, where like in order to be a New Yorker, you have to be that way. Um, and if you come from like a different place, like you get here all like starry eyed and you're very nice to everyone. And then you learn that people are going to know you're not a New Yorker. So you become very (laughs) rigid. Um, but I do think New York city moves very fast. Right. I've been to other places where people are very, like I was in LA Mm -hmm. a few months ago and I was like, no, like (laughs) you could wait for coffee for 20 minutes and it's like, everything's cool, man. And I'm like. What if you had to wait for coffee for twenty minutes in New York? Somebody would kill you. Right, like, they would just come up and like punch you in the face and like <laughs> steal everything you have. Like that would never go. 
that would never fly. You, you, it just doesn't work. Like everyone's always in a rush, even when they're not in a rush, they like feel rushed. Yeah. See, and you know, I was just in LA a few months ago myself. That was the first time I'd ever been to LA, and mm-hmm. I kind of like got this moment because I'm a big movie buff. I mean, we're not going to talk about movies all the time on my podcast, but we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like 30 different other ones you can talk about, but anyway, um, <laughs> I had this moment of like awestruck because we were in Long Beach, and it was like an area where they filmed part of last action hero that arnold schwarzenegger movie uh-huh. and and i was just like in awe and my wife's like what are you doing i go they filmed last action hero here honey and she's like huh and i was like oh it's like the movie with arnold schwarzenegger he like falls in this little pool like right here you know and and i like vined it and everything and no i don't, I don't think anybody caught on to what i was doing that day so but <laughs> but I get it. You know, around here, everybody's really, really nice. And San Antonio is a pretty big city, but it's spread out a little bit. So it's got that small town feel to it. And I'm from a very, very small town. And I'm talking like 18,000 people. So that's probably like what Staten Island has more people than that. I mean, in, in yeah. from what I've understood, the town that I'm from, um, Central Park is bigger than my town, apparently. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's what at least that's what I've been told. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah. But I've o I know that when I go if I ever go to New York and that's actually like a to do list for us, <laughs> that I would I would lo- definitely look like a tourist because I'm just like, Oh my gosh, look at this. All these buildings, they're so big and you know, kind of thing. But yeah. it's but LA LA's different. I mean I've never like I said, I I couldn't compare it so from New York to LA. Was it really that much of a difference? I mean, driving on the freeways, I I can tell you all about that. That was scary as hell compared to driving in you know san antonio yeah i i i used to think that people were just being snobby when they were like (laughs) if you like la like la doesn't like new york and new york doesn't like la but i totally get it now because like (laughs) you can't be a new yorker like you can't have a new york mentality and Mm -hmm. live in la and vice versa like there's no like you would not fare well really um, because it's so like I didn't see a lot of LA. I wasn't there very long, mm-hmm. but from what I, first of all, everything is spread out and mm-hmm. a place where you need to drive everywhere. Yeah. I hate that. Oh, yeah. So I know most New Yorkers hate that. Um, I had to Uber everywhere. Oh gosh. Um, and like their Uber drivers talk to you because they're so used to being in their car. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh no, like great. Um, which I hate. I'm like, I hate when cab drivers talk to me or anyone talks to me, but, uh, they talk to you because they're they're bored. I mean, you're in traffic for like an hour. They're right. just something to do, which I understand. I'm like, okay, fine. They're all very nice, but like, you can't do anything. You can't step out of your house and like go somewhere. You always have to get in your car, which is terrible. Yeah. Um, and everything is so. And I think because of that, everything is so slow moving because you already have that mentality where like, there's no such thing as like, you know, just go. Right. <laughs> like you have to stop. Yeah. Uh, so, and on the other hand, people who like that would never survive in New York because there's people all the time around you. Everything's fast. Everything's rushed. Uh, you have to like to walk. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to like public. I tried to take public transportation in L.A. How was that? Um, okay. But I tried. I tried, but it didn't. Okay. I got there <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm a New Yorker. Like, I can get on a train. Like, why am I going to pay an Uber when I could just hop on this train? Right. Seems easy enough. Right. So I go down and I'm like, listen, if I see that it's not really like I've heard some not nice things about L.A. transportation and Mm -hmm. I'm like, if it seems too 
you know, not good, then I'll just get out. I'll just, I just won't do it. So I'm going down. I'm like, okay, I buy my pass or whatever. And they have like those fancy swipey thingies, um, which is weird since nobody used them. But in New York, we have like the most antiquated system ever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so you walk, so I walk in and like, there's, and I'm like, okay, there's a few people around. There's like tons of homeless people. And then I walk into the, down to get the train and it's empty. Wow. Like there's like a few like homeless people like waiting there, but the station is empty and I'm just like, nope, turn around, (laughs) walk out, never again, not doing it. I'm like, no, I'm not getting on a train. Like, I don't know where I am. It's empty, which is never a good sign. And I was like, bye. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I have never taken like a subway or anything like that before. I mean, I, unfortunately, I mean, how many? Okay, let me ask you this: How many miles a day do you walk? Have you ever fa- have you ever figured have well, you ever figured that out? I haven't figured out, but I'm I'm one of those people that would rather walk than get on the train, right? Um, especially in the summer because the train stations are so hot, right? Um, so I don't know, but I walk a lot. I mean, I think I walk at least. I don't know. It depends on the day, but I think I walk at least. You know, if you average it out, at least an hour straight a day wow on average um maybe like you know whatever but like probably a minimum of like a half an hour usually if i have somewhere to go well that's Um, awesome though i mean getting some exercise so to speak yeah i like i just prefer it i mean it's just like easier um especially when i don't i'm like not in a rush i'm like Mm -hmm. okay well okay and trains are just they're just in the summer they're so hot the stations it's like i'm just like no thank you so and and when you're taking the train, no one no one talks to anybody, right? They're just kind of like, you know, I'm 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 in my own world kind of thing. Yeah, unless like unless somebody comes on that's like, unfortunately, there's a lot of like mentally challenged people yeah. running around. Um, unless one of those people comes on and like talks to you, usually the train nobody talks to each other. Um, I think very seldom. Maybe if the train's like a little bit emptier and a person mm-hmm. sits down next to you, maybe they'll say something. Uh, but usually everyone keeps to themselves, I think. Wow. That- yeah, I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you're telling them you're reading Mein Kampf, I don't think anybody yeah. would want to talk to you. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I just <laughs> carry that around with me, so nobody does talk to me. Like, <laughs> and, and New York is, and Manhattan, it's pretty multicultural, right? There's no, like, I mean, and the only reason why I'm asking this is because, one, I've never been there, and I know that it's, ju- judging by what I've heard and what I've seen on TV kind of thing, it's always... They kind of, you know, I guess take pride in that whole multicultural thing. But lately, this all this racism bullshit, you know, with the yeah, <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this. But I yeah. mean, with the with the Donald Trump and everything like that, is it is it is it has that has have you seen that a little bit more lately at at all or even at all over there? I don't. Uh, you don't. It's weird. Like I don't. I don't notice it. Uh, I don't notice it in my everyday life, sure. obviously, because I'm not, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I don't, you know, I haven't been on the other end of that. Right. Uh, but um, I think that the thing now is, is that everybody is a little bit more outraged mm-hmm. um, and like openly outraged. So there's a lot of like, there's just a lot of, I mean, things are happening and they seem mm-hmm. to be happening at a higher volume. Right. Um and definitely, like, there is a lot more hate around. Um, but I think it's more of, like, people just being outraged in general as opposed to, like, 
seeing one-on-one, you know, incidents happening. Um, But then again, I don't know because, like, I'm only an outsider looking in most of the time. Sure. So I can't really, like, you know, but definitely, I mean, there's definitely, like, you know, especially where I live, like, we're not very Trump-friendly. Yeah. Um, That's for sure because we're a bunch of, like, millennials. Um, (laughs) And and we like to get angry. It's, like, our favorite thing. Like, we like to be outraged. Yeah. uh, Because what else do we have to do Um, (laughs) while we're chasing our dreams? But... I, I don't, yeah, so I see a lot of that, I see, but I also see, you know, I see a lot more people being proactive, and a lot more people standing up for one another, and a lot more people, you know, openly saying, like, this is not okay, and, like, sure. you have to be nicer, and you have to be, you know, accepting, and, like, if you're still racist at this day and age, like, what is wrong with you, like, you know, right? so things like that, yes. which is nice. Yeah, definitely, that is a nice thing, and, and when I, I was just going to say, when I was growing up, we weren't taught this person was this color that person was that color this and that and whatever you know it was just like people are people kind of thing but now especially oh my gosh i mean and i don't mean to bash my state and i don't mean to bash you know but it is what it is i mean i've heard people say things like the wrong side won the civil war i've heard you know yeah i'm i'm not even joking i mean if you ever came south i mean What's the furthest south you would you probably come to Florida? Go to Florida, right? Maybe. I mean, cause, I've been to Florida. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. <laughs> it's Florida. Well, you know, and even that, I'm still shocked as hell with Florida because some parts of it are still very pro um, pro South stuff. You know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but I mean, not to get all racy and everything like that. But I. So when you say you're a millennial, I mean, what are you in your late twenties, early thirties, kind of thing? Twenty-five. You're twenty-five. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very much a yeah. That's a, yeah, right smack in the middle of it. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's. But I mean, do do people love Hillary over there, or is it more? I mean, obviously everyone hates Trump. That's kind of yeah, thing. except I for think, except for here. A lot of people like him here for some weird reason. I mean, I think there's people here that like him, but not nobody like. If you're 25 years old and you <laughs> like Donald Trump, like you were raised somewhere where, <laughs> like you know people ride around on mushroom clouds like there's no way that you're a sane human who's right. 25 years old and is like this guy looks good <laughs> like, huh. yeah, that's crazy um, so i think that i think that here um there was de- like especially where i live there was definitely definitely a way bigger bernie fan base than there I, was a hillary fan base. i was about to say it was probably more bernie than yeah. anything I mean, just in, like, a five-block radius from my house, there's, like, ten Bernie murals. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. I mean, Bernie everywhere. Um, and a lot of those people are, like, Bernie or bust people, yeah. which I think is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> but I also think that – but a lot of them are Hillary, too. Right. Um, I, think, I think, again, it's, like, millennials are very trendy. So, like, if Bernie was, like, the cool guy on the block – and I loved Bernie, but, like – you know, I'm not, like, going to walk around and, like, you know, be like, if Bernie doesn't win, I boycott America. Like, that's crazy because you have a reliable candidate and, like, she needs our support considering who she's running against. And if you would rather not vote and have him lead your country, then you're really nuts. Yeah, that's what I, I was, mean, Man, yeah. on point. You're on point, Danielle. You're on yeah, point. That's That's just crazy. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, like, I don't even know what that is. Like, how, like, I don't know if they realize that that's what would happen. Like, I, you know, and I don't think people do know that. I, I think they're just kind of like, 
Well, this person, you know, I mean, it's, and again, I don't want, I mean, I don't get, I don't mean to get too political or anything like that, but it's, I don't think people really get the logist of it because I was just talking to somebody who, who I'm, I'm actually, he's going to, well, by the time this comes out, he would already be, he'll already have been on the podcast, but he was on the Obama campaign and he made a point to say that, you know, when, when the time ends and he's gone, I think people are going to forget or realize how easy we had it when it came to picking somebody who could lead our country because it's going to be vastly different or even 20, 30 years from now, we're going to look back and say, wow. I mean, this, he was the first black president. He, I'm again, I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect, but I'm saying he's, he's a lot better than what we, what what we have now. And I don't think people realize that yet. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think what it comes down to, and I tell people this all the time, I don't care. Like Hillary obviously is not perfect um, and no candidate is. And Obama wasn't perfect either. But at the end of the day, these are human people. I mean, these are, are, are flawed, but human emotional beings that care about things and are trying to, and some, and sometimes they make mistakes and make the wrong move. But at the end of the day, they have a, they have experience and they have drive and they have human emotion and nature trump does not (laughs) that's not he's not human he's not a he's not a good he's not a good person in any being even a republican candidate that would come up they might be warped and like have different views and like be crazy but like they're they come from a place of like well this is what i was taught and this is what i think right and that's more human than like this guy getting up there and just hating everyone and being terrible (laughs) right (laughs) exactly he's just terrible yeah yeah so uh how's aside from the you know how's the podcast going how's everything going with that uh it's good um we just started i guess you would call it our second season nice um we don't really keep track of that but Mm -hmm. you know it's been a year since we started yeah um and it's going really well and we're we are uh, doing Fear the Walking Dead right now because yes. that's what's on. Um, and then we're excited about The Walking Dead because isn't everyone. Of course. Uh, <laughs> and then we're hoping to also like transition into doing like uh, keep making it a horror podcast um, and to be on like all year. Nice. Um, which would be really fun and really cool. And I am I am excited by that possibility. Um yeah. Very cool. I was gonna ask, I was gonna tell you the last time we talked, I I had yeah. said that I hadn't been watching Fear of the Walking Dead and I'm staying true to that because I never when Walking Dead ended, and I think I told you this, I was so like exhausted, right? Mentally right. and from, from the way the show ended and Negan coming out and everything, I'm just like I can't watch Fear of the Walking Dead right now because I'm I'm walking dead dead i don't know if the walking dead it out i guess is the yeah part. i'm just like i need to get away from it i just need to step away and then just kind of compose myself and it, composing myself turned into hey my wife's like hey we have fear of the walking dead to watch can you want to watch it i'm like i think i watched the first two episodes and i never went back to it and then we switched cable providers so we lost all that on our dvr and we'll look at each other and we'll say she'll like say hey it's on demand you want to watch it? i'm like eh, no <laughs> no no. And then yeah. I got I got friends talking to me like, Hey, have you been watching? I'm like, No, I haven't been watching because I'm I'm just I need to take a break. I have to I'm composing myself. I'm I'll wait my six months to find out who died and I can speculate a little bit as we're getting closer, okay. but wow. It's it's such an amazing show. And you said you love horror and I want to get into that yeah. too, but who do you think died? 
Oh, I don't even know. I, I like part of me is like, okay. So part of me is like, oh well, it's gonna be Glenn. Like, yeah, because of the comics, so right? Good. He dies in the yeah, comics. It's yeah. in the comics. We fake killed Glenn like seventy-five times. <laughs> let's just kill it. Let's just get it over with. Right. Um, and then the other part of me is like, okay, um, I'm not very trusting of the Walking Dead team right now, mm-hmm. um, because they haven't been, you know, they haven't been giving us what the show. I think first set out to do, which is, you know, kill your darlings. Like this is the show. This is the way the show needs to go. Right. And we're going to kill off wherever we want. If it works with the story. Um, and they've been way more like, Oh, well, you know, fans are going to get mad, which is terrible television. Don't like listen to your fans. Cause they don't know what they're doing. Um, cause we're not the writers. We, <laughs> right. Like, stupid. Um, so I think what's going to happen is that they're going to kill off a character that nobody cares about. Um, like Abraham or, uh, you know, or at worst case, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it's going to be anybody in the A team. But then again, I could be wrong. Right. Um, I, I really, I you know, as a fan of the show, I would prefer. Okay, so this is me, right? I, yes. I would, I would prefer. Yes, get you need you slowly. You know, some of these main characters are going to die. I mean, it's okay with me if Glenn's dead. I'm fine with that. Right. No, I'm kidding. You know, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not kidding, but. <laughs> I like Abraham more, you know. I mean, I I'm more invested into that character than him because at this point I'm just like, okay, Glenn, you know, I'm like, I get it. You, you're this, 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 and this. But right. his char- Abraham's character is so cool. I like that. I like the actor, Michael Cudit. Is it Cudit? I can't remember. I can't yeah. pronounce his last name. He's he's great, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, like you said, they pretend killed Glenn like thirty seventy five times or whatever, yeah. and you're just like, just fuck it, end it. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I mean. They're talking about, like, you know, like, if you read online, like, a lot of it has been, like, they're talking about this whole new world and this whole new story that's going to happen. And, like, on the one hand, I feel like they need to kill off a main character to get to that point, right? Because, right. like, we're not going to have a whole new story if, like, you know, they ki- like if they kill a... What's her name? I don't even know. Maggie? No. What, what's Carol. No. Well, Carol's safe for now. Right. She was not in the circle. Um, whatever. If they kill, you know, somebody who's not, you know... Well, the only the only main character that they could possibly kill is our Glenn and Daryl, um, and I don't think it's going to be Daryl because it just doesn't sound like it's going to be Daryl. Um, and you know they're going to have to do something to move the story along and give us something new. If they kill off a, a B character, yeah, most people aren't going to care that much, and the story could basically say the same because right. I don't think anybody's that invested in them. Um, mm. You know where they'll like riot if they get kicked off, which is what they say about Daryl. Daryl, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I I hope that it turns out to be worth it. Um, all this just nonsense. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I I just hope that you know don't let the fans down. I guess or right. do let the fa- fans down and write your show. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Didn't Andrew Lincoln? I think Andrew Lincoln like got emotional reading the script from from that last episode, right, or something. Yeah. Did, yeah. So, so then it that's more evidence to tell you that one of those main characters is probably dying. I mean, it could be, but it could also just be that, like, <laughs> you know. Andrew Lincoln is just very emotional. <laughs> no, apparently, like, not really, you know, everyone hated filming that, you know. But yeah. the thing is, is that, like, okay, there, there, there are a few reasons it could be emotional. One is the fact that, like, you know, things are about to change. I mean, this new guy came in and his first day on set, he's just, like, you know, about to kill someone off. 
Yeah. Um, regardless of who it is, someone's going down. It could also be Michonne. We forgot about her. Yeah, that's true. But uh, but yeah, one of that. Also, another possibility is the fact that they a court like an article came out like a while ago um, that they shot a death scene for every single one of the characters, all eleven of them. Are you serious? Yeah, because they were so concerned. I mean, they said it was because they were so concerned with uh, what's it called? With like spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, because people were like sending drones to try to like see what was going on Holy and stuff. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, like that's what that's what uh, I think it was. Scott Gimple said that or whatever. Um, so they filmed a death scene for all eleven of the people that were standing there. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, that's what they say. I think they just did it because they weren't sure who they were going to kill off. Yeah, that's true too. Um, and like they're like, oh, you know, how does this feel? Well, I guess we have what another month or so to find out till we find out uh, yeah october it comes out i think yeah. it's like the end of october oh crap so we have like a month and a half to go yeah. okay i think it's like I, th- I could be wrong but i think it's like the 23rd or something yeah it's a good thing we have a couple of shows to tidy us over for the time being i guess but i, I hate when when shows end but um i do like the character that the guy the actor that's playing negan i know he's from Grey's anatomy but he is such a good bad guy yeah yeah, I am really, I am really excited to watch him because he seems awesome. I mean, he was great in that episode. Yeah, I mean, like within like that last ten minutes, my, you know, we were all it, it was so suspenseful, and my wife's like, "Oh God, I hate him." I go, "I know, he's such a good bad guy, isn't that awesome?" It's like watching right. watching if you're if you watch professional wrestling or something, and there's a character that you hate because he's such a good bad guy, it's, or even like Hannibal or Anthony Hopkins or you know any of these people that play bad guys, you. They, you you hate him at the beginning, but then you just love him. But this guy was like instantaneous. What was hilarious was that he was actually like on Talking Dead on that last episode. Yeah. He's like, "What are you doing? You're, yeah. you're like everyone hates you." I think Chris Hardwick was that was like the first words he said to him. Yeah, and, it's so. I mean, like he's 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 definitely the most hated person, or gonna be the most hated person on television. Um, but he's so good. I mean, he's just a great actor. He was so good in that episode. I mean, he you know. Yeah, I don't know. He was just great. <laughs> so was, you're you're a big horror person, I, I take it, because you did mention George Romero. Yeah, I really like I really like horror. Yeah. Um, because I think it's the only genre of like it's the only genre of movie that you can watch and it's really bad, but still like you appreciate good. the bad <laughs> bad horrible. Yeah, like because then it turns into like you know camp or it's camp or it's you know a cult classic or it's just bad so bad that you have to laugh at it yeah gotcha Uh, and like of course there are those movies that are just bad and you're like get me out of here this is terrible (laughs) um what did i see recently that was lights out how was that oh it was so bad um (laughs) i was really excited and i actually watched it on vacation and we went to like an old drive-in theater Mm -hmm. um and you paid like nine bucks and it was a double feature for Suicide Squad and Lights Out. And we're just like, well, we're going to watch Suicide Squad just so we can see Lights Out. Because um, we don't want to watch Suicide Squad. Uh, and it wasn't worth it because Lights Out was really... I thought it was going to be so good and scary and it was mm-hmm. just nothing. It was like just a bad movie. Yeah, that that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even laughable. I was just like, this is boring. So, so then like, I'm taking like the month of October is like you love it because it's oh <laughs> like 31 days of Halloween stuff and horror movies and things like yeah. that. It's so much fun. And this year I'm going to see, uh, there's a theater by my house and they're 
doing a midnight, they do like midnight showings. And this year they're doing Halloween at midnight Nice on Halloween. Um, and I've never seen it in a theater. So I'm so excited. That is awesome. Yeah. We, we always look forward. We always look forward to October because we do like Halloween and decorating and doing all this, all the watching yeah. the horror movies. We did some back like five years ago. There, there was a theater here in San Antonio that was doing like a free showing of Psycho, like the weekend before Halloween. Oh wow! So we, yeah, it was free. So it was like it's a free showing of Psycho. I've and up until that point, I mean, I I haven't I hadn't seen most of it. I'm like, God, this is perfect. So it was like a nice little date night with me and my wife. She wasn't even my fiance yet, but it was just like <laughs> awesome. So we did it, and it was so cool. That's so cool. Yes. I wish they did more of those things. You know, like, and, and they those. don't. They don't. You know, that's what sucks. And then they're they're re- they're making all these shitty ass horror movies. I keep cussing. I'm cussing like a sailor. What the it's hell? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm usually the one that does that. I'm very well behaved today. That's okay. You can you can swear all you want. I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, so what were you saying? Shitty horror movies. Yeah, shitty horror movies. I mean, I mean, I I I enjoyed John Carpenter. I mean, I enjoy. Uh, uh, some George Romero. I, I'm not. I don't watch a whole lot of it, but I do know that they they stick to their guns. I mean, what do you think of Rob Zombie and his stuff? Um, it's. I think that like the funny thing is, is I'm not. I'm usually not a big. Uh, it's funny to say that because I'm like I'm not a big zombie person, but that's basically my entire life. <laughs> um, and I'm just like oh, I'm not so big. I haven't seen. I actually I think out of all the movies, I've seen the least of Rob Zombie's movies. Um, but the ones I've, I've seen, I like them recently. I'm trying to think, I think last Halloween or two Halloweens ago, Mm -hmm. um, I watched the Lords of Salem. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm trying to think like, trying to think what else. You're you're trying to be like, you're trying to go against the grain. I can tell right now. No, I'm trying to see, like, I'm trying to see like what I've, I'm trying to like, remember um, yeah, because I think I've seen the least of his movies. Wow. I saw Halloween 2. Halloween 2 was good. Um, which was, yeah, it was alright. I like, I mean, I don't know, I'm very bad at, at you know, sequels. Right, but you know what, I'm also, or, I'm also very, very against remakes. I mean, I don't know about, how about, about yourself, but. Yeah. You can't, a, can't duplicate it, you know, you, you should just kind of do something new, I don't know. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that, like. Making the same movie over again usually doesn't make sense because, like, it's already been unless it like turned out to be really shitty the first time, <laughs> um, and you're just like, let's let's give this a second chance, right? Then I get it, but like, or sort of get it, but like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just don't see the point in it either. I just, I'm just like, well, you know, I I don't. If it was a great movie and then you remake it. Like, it's obviously going to be compared to the first one, so you really have to, like, go above and beyond. Sure. Or go completely different direction, mm-hmm. um, which they usually don't do. <laughs> nice. So. Yeah, that's true. They don't. I mean, we we really enjoy – I think – is it AMC that does that? I think, like, the – like, 30 days – is it 30 days of Halloween? Yeah. They, they play you nothing but horror movies, Friday the 13th, and, you know, and, uh, and the Halloween stuff, and – Yeah. I, I just I, I enjoy it. It's – I, I especially, I don't know about you, I especially enjoy Friday the 13th because of its horrible acting. Yeah, it's like one of those, Friday the 13th was actually like one of the first horror movies I watched um, because my my dad was watching it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, cause he, he's a big horror guy and he was watching it and I just like snuck in, um, and just like listened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was a scaredy cat back then. So I was like, Oh no. Um, but I did it. I watched it, uh, or like I watched it from behind like the kitchen, wherever he was. Um, and then, and then I remember like going to camp after that oh gosh and like seeing like how how like how i can like scare the rest of the kids because i was like really bored (laughs) um so i did a bunch of those things with like jason like freddy krueger oh yeah yeah um and i was like i like started like humming like the freddy krueger song and like singing it like in a corner (laughs) um and like making all like red and green like projects Nice. And, like, like only like till the point where like my parents were called, and I just thought I was being hilarious. And, and I, yeah, well, that is hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of kids your age didn't even know who half or no. Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street was. No, I was young. I was like not even. I think I must have been like seven or eight. Holy shit! Yeah, I wasn't like it was. Uh, yeah, because I remember we were still living in Brooklyn, so I wasn't even nine yet. And I was like just bored, and I was like, "This is funny." <laughs> <laughs> I saw Nightmare on Elm Street, the very first one, and I was like seven years old, and I, uh, I was in first grade, and I could not sleep. I had nightmares. I, oh my gosh, like that first one, right? Because the very first one yeah. scared the crap out of me so bad to the point where I mean, it took me years to get over not years but a few years to get over this fear of freddy krueger and then by the time like part four came out or part five it became more comedic than anything because everyone loved him he was like a, an icon in horror and, and acting and Robert, everyone loves robert england you know yeah it's like a, it's like a it's like a clown yeah yeah it, it's just like a like something you'd hire for kids parties yeah and you know and you go back and i just watched part one because i i have the the box set on dvd i got a long yeah. time ago and I'll watch part one, and I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, this is creepy. Then I watch part two, I'm like, eh, it's a little creepy. Then part three, it starts to get a little funny. And then part four is, like, really funny. And it was like, oh, gosh, this guy's like a – it's <laughs> it's so it's so comedic now. And yeah, I think, because now it's like a joke. I mean, yeah, yeah. But it's um, – yeah. You, you go back and watch it now, and I don't feel feel the fear. I mean, obviously, because I'm, I'm 34 years right. old versus 8 years old, so it's just big difference now. Right, yeah. Like when you're, you're, the funny thing is, like when I first saw it, that like that was another one of the movies that I was watching like over my dad's shoulder. Mm-hmm. So like I only watched it in pieces. So I knew I knew Freddy Krueger, but I didn't realize like I wasn't scared because I didn't watch it from A to B. Like I was just watching like like parts at a time. Yeah. Um. Whenever I could sneak them in, so I was just like, oh, here's this Freddy guy. He's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that like it was like a horror movie. Like you know what I mean. I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it. Right. Like you know. Man. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm sure it was like a few years before some of these kids caught on to what what you were into, and then you're just like, um, dude, I moved on, man. I'm on to something <laughs> different now. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. I remember. Like I had like a. I would just take all these projects and I would shove them under my bed. Um, cause like, they're not the type of things I wanted to give to my parents. I yeah. just, like, I didn't care. I just like, like, it was like, it was like two for them, one for me. Like I made two cute ones that I gave to them and like one that I shoved under my bed. Um, and I would, ha- <laughs> and I remember like we were moving 
or like later that year we're like packing up and I and I took everything out from under my bed. It was literally just like a stream of green and red projects with like no faces, like no like a bunch of like beaded things and like these little like weird all red and green and my my mom was just like what the hell? <laughs> Danielle, are you are you already ready for Christmas kind of thing? No. <laughs> yeah. No, like, not in this house. Like, we're Jewish here. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Like, my counselor called them and was like, oh, she's being weird. Um, but I don't think the counselor was smart enough to know what I was doing either. So she was just like, she's being weird. And my parents were like, okay, Daniela, be less weird. And then that was the end of it. <laughs> was that really what they just said? Stop being was, weird. Yeah. That was literally like, well, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> And then they were like, uh, okay, uh, okay, just don't, I mean, I don't know. They're like, okay, don't make trouble. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I did it. I just sat there to, in my own little corner and just did whatever I was doing. I, I don't know. It was like one of those camps that like wasn't really a camp. Like it was like a, it was like a scam. Like, yeah. like your parents paid, but there was no remnants of like a camp. Like what? it was just like room. Yeah, that's, well, that sucks. So it's, it, so it wasn't like. Like uh, not heavyweights, but it wasn't like no. uh, like Camp Crystal Lake or anything cool. No, no, like no, that. it was no. none of that. It was like in a, it was like in a in a room that like functioned as a school during the year. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah, but like you couldn't play with anything because it belonged to the school mostly. <laughs> so like, the only thing we had was like art room and like a pool that's like wasn't a pool. It was like a fountain. I don't know. It was. Like, oh man, that sucks. Camp. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. I went there for like the first like few years of my life and I was just like, this is fun. So like, that's why I was entertaining myself and my parents knew that. So I think they were just like, whatever you're doing, just don't get in anyone's way. I'm like, All right. Well. <laughs> and I, after they had that talk with you, they're over there like fist bumping each other. Our, our child's cool. You know, <laughs> she's ahead of the curve. You know, these, these kids are different. You know, I don't know. Yeah. They're probably just like, why is our daughter so weird? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't think that. I mean, but that's that's still cool. You were into all this, um, all this stuff, and it's it's kind of let it's kind of started this path for you where you're you're writing and you're podcasting about things you enjoy. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, you know, always this thing where I need to entertain myself. So. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> and how did that start for you again? To do, I mean, I know we talked about it a long time ago, and I mean, we're we've we've kind of just been all over the place on this podcast, which is awesome because it's it's great. I think it's yeah. it's a hundred times better, right? So I mean, yeah. Do you how did you how did you get into this to this realm again? I, I you talked about the podcasting, but you know your website and your blogging and your writing and your interviewing uh, people. I don't know. I just I kind of just. uh I used to, like, do stupid blogs when I was younger that didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. um, I <laughs> I had a political satire blog called Say Hello to My Little Friend, which was terrible. <laughs> I don't know who let me publish that. And um, how, how old were you when you did that? Uh, I was, I think, I, I don't know. Um, when I started, I was probably in high school. Okay, so um, let, me, let me ask you this. What kind of high school kid, if you were in high school, would do a political blog? <laughs> Um, the funny, you know, I went to high school and it was like a very small private school. Gotcha. Um, and what happened was, is like, I think uh, I took a creative writing class, um, and we had to write a uh, play. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, fuck that. I'm not writing a play. I'm writing a sketch. <laughs> so I wrote a sketch, like an SNL sketch, but it was like called America's Next Top President. Um, and it was like before, it was like a year before the 
first Obama election. Got it. Okay. Um, so I like did this whole thing where like a bunch of pe- like these crazy candidates are competing to be president and like Ryan Seacrest is hosting. Um, and it went over <laughs> really, really well. And like everyone loved it. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just was like, what else can I do? Yeah. So I just stuck with that. Um, and then that blog was terrible. I don't know what the point of that was. Um, and I don't know. And then, I mean, I've always been writing. So I guess it like just, it changes like what I was writing over the years. Um, but I think it's like, I've always been doing that. Uh, and then, yeah. And then, I don't know. And then somehow I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I'm going to start a website and I'm going to do this. this. But that's awesome. So uh, SNL was a big influence on you. Yeah. Uh, my Again, like my father used to always watch like, I mean, we grew up, when I grew up, when I grew up, when I grew up, that's not English. You wanted to be um, a Toys R Us kid? House, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> my house was like filled, like I knew Seinfeld before anything else and like SNL and Mad TV um, and all those things. Uh, and so, and like all those old sitcoms like Mary Tyler Moore Show and Welcome Back, Cotter, like all those things uh, were always in my house. Nice. So, yeah. So I like could quote Seinfeld before I like watched Barney. Like, I, like it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Probably not the best idea, but like, <laughs> that's what was going on. Um, so yeah. So, and I would watch SNL and I would watch these mad TV, uh, whatever. And then that was it. And then I just love comedy. And then it, it changed over time. Um, and yeah. Nikki Glaser, the Glazer influence, yeah, and, and everything yeah. like that. I, I heard her on Marin's podcast. She was awesome. Yes, yes. yeah. There, that was a really good episode. And you know, uh, and I know we were DMing each other a while back, and I was talking about trying to find more comedians and com- comedy shows here in San Antonio or the San Antonio area. And I, yeah. I, I, I did, like I said, I did a two part podcast with a, a guy who's a who worked with the Obama campaign in 08 and 12. And then he was, he's a stand-up comedian too, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's probably really good comedy. It, it, oh gosh. It was great because this guy, like he, he was, I mean, he wasn't, he was on point. I mean, it, it was very dry. And I mean, I'm a very dry humor type of person. So it just kind of worked really well. And we started talking about Bill Murray or whatever. And I mean, SNL, you know, was a, was a big influence on him, I think as well, but I'm a big kids in the hall person, you know, growing up, I, I really love kids in the hall. Are you familiar with kids in the hall? Yes, I am. I've watched, I've watched a bunch of it, yeah. uh, but not all of it. <laughs> um, I tried, like I went back, like, you know, cause I was still young when it was on. Right. Yeah. So I like went back and like watched some of the episodes and it's hilarious. Oh Yeah. I mean, yeah. Very Monty Python influenced, and um, and uh, what like uh, some some Woody Allen references are in in the show, and and Scott Thompson, who who's a pretty good actor, was he was very openly gay, and this was like in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties, where it wasn't, you know, so um, what's the word I'm trying to say? It's more common. I guess it's more common now to be outspoken about it, where back then it wasn't, and just it was just all across the board hilarious. I mean. <laughs> yeah i bought i bought the box set on dvd at best buy when they still had it like maybe six years <laughs> ago and i i mean i like i said i just i'm just like oh my gosh i remember watching this on hbo when it came out like in in the early 90s or late 80s kind of thing it was it was so awesome and i got yeah. my wife into it so so yeah, as, it seemed like big and like you know yeah. advanced for the time at least <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was a long time ago. I mean, I mean, Dave Foley. They're all like in their fifties now. You're like, holy yeah. shit! They're everyone's well, so old now. 
I guess not that long ago, meaning it's like, it, when did it, it stopped in like 94, 93? Yeah, yeah something like, right, yeah. yeah. So like, I guess compared to other things, I guess it's not, it's not that old, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty old. That is true. They are old. They, yeah, I mean, and you know what? I I didn't watch a whole lot of TV shows when I was a teenager or even going into my, you know, my teen, you know, from like the teens to my late teens. I didn't watch a lot of TV shows and my dad came to visit and he popped, you know, he's like, he not popped in, but he was, um, he was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to change it. I'm like, okay, we're watching like a baseball game or something. And he puts on Frasier and yeah. I had never seen Frasier before. And it was so freaking hilarious. Yeah. I re- yeah, I used to watch Frasier also. I mean, like I didn't understand it when I was watching it, but yeah, then I watched it again. It's yeah, very dry. Yeah, and yeah. we were we were watching. Uh, we were also watching Cheers. That was a great show too. It was oh, on I Netflix. Oh God, man, that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my dad's like, it's a great show, and I mean, again, these were there were reruns back when I was a kid, and I never. Um, I never kept up, you know, I wasn't, again, you, you don't get the humor because you're so young, but then when you get older, like, everything's just, it's just amazing. So, comedy and your writing and stuff. So, that's how everything came to be with, with yourself in this in I this think avenue. so. I think it's just like, yeah, I think it's, grow. I mean, yeah, I think it's growing up just, you know, having all those things and watching all those old shows and whatever it was. And then, you know, I just, I got my MFA um, and then somehow fell into you know, all of this. <laughs> yeah. You, you, just, you said MFA. What is MFA? Yeah. Uh, Masters of Fine Arts. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. In uh, creative writing nonfiction. Okay. So this is a guy that doesn't know all the, ter- the lingo. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's just like, uh, it's just like a really expensive piece of paper that tells everyone that you're really pretentious when you talk about literature. <laughs> well, but hey, but you're, but you're good at it though, right? So, um, I mean, I, listen, I have no idea. Um, but <laughs> they let me in. So maybe, um, it's, it's like basically, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I Come don't, on. Like, you're, you're being too modest right now. Come on. I mean, like, well, it's, it's a very weird thing. Like when you're, when you're around a lot of writers, like we all have day jobs and my day job happens to be related to the writing, but mm-hmm. like, it's for me. It's like two separate things completely, which is weird. Um, so, and your day job is your your writer for just Demi like Geek, freelance right? writing, yeah. Freelance writing, uh, yeah. So you know, it's it's very different. It's very different. Um, even though for me, they happen to be close together. Yeah. Well, at least um, you're, at least you're not like a beat poet or something, you know. Oh, I wish I was cool enough. <laughs> I wish well, you're like, cooler than that. Come on! Did you, grew- you, did you ever see? Do you do you watch like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? You know what? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen all of it though. Watch all of that. Uh-huh. Um, it's all on Netflix because it, they whatever they have like a thing about beat po. I wish I wish I was yeah. I wish I could get up there and be all like cool and like slick at the hookah lounge or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and just be- <laughs> I mean like some of those people are super talented. Like the really good ones, like now. I'm like amazed at like what they're doing and I'm just like that's so cool. <laughs> it's like ah uh. and like that's a, like a that's like a skill. I mean it's not transferable like I don't know what what they do when they're done but like it it's a skill. Like you have to be that type of person like to be able to do that and like you get to show people, you know, here I am. This is what I can do. And then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen a so I married an axe murderer by any chance? No. <laughs> okay. So okay, it's a dark comedy with Mike Myers. Uh-huh. And he's like a like a beatnik poet kind of guy and like he he's like narrating and he's doing this um he's not doing 
like the Doctor Evil voice or he the Scottish voice. He's just kind of like like he's trying to sound real hip, you know. And it's it, it's hilarious. But the movie, I mean, the origins of Fat Bastard's character or Shrek, the voice of Shrek, came from that movie because he plays like a because he's Scottish or English and, and his father's Scottish in the movie and he's playing him himself as an older father as his older father and it's it's kind of it's a great movie if you ever find it watch it because it's so awesome it came out like in 1993 or 94 it was like right after wayne's world i think and then um and i i had no idea that his origins for the dr evil voice came from lauren michaels i did not know that either yeah you know and he does it like on point It's so great. It's so great. Anyway, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So, uh, I guess you know, um, where can everyone find your uh, find your stuff? You want to plug everything? Oh yes, everything. Um, yeah. All of it. Yeah, here's my home address and my phone number. Um, <laughs> what, uh, well, you probably the best of me is on Twitter at Daniela Robin, um, and then all the podcasts and clips and everything are on uh, DanielleRobin.com or uh, on SoundCloud at Den of Geek um, under No Room in Hell. It's there, but you can listen to all the other ones too because there's a bunch of great podcasts. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. I'm trying to think, do I have anything else? It's like, oh, what else can I say? She talked to Nikki Glazier. I did. And that I was did. awesome. And everyone go follow her and, you know, <laughs> like, I'm just like, forget about me. No, just, no, no. This is about you. This is so about... nice and cool. And Hey, yeah. you're not, you're pretty cool yourself. Oh, you're, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I, I'm so glad that we got to do this. It was great. It was, you're awesome. I, Likewise. I, I like what you're, thank you. I like what you're doing. Good luck with everything. And thank uh, you, thank you. you're welcome, and good luck with the with the the podcast. It's going to be exciting now, especially with Walking Dead right around the corner. Yes, we will have Walking Dead very very soon, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah, Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you. Every now and again, when you have a conversation with somebody, it just works. It clicks, and you just go with the flow, and it just so awesome and daniela was one of those one of those people i've had there's i've done 39 of these and there's been you know out of those a handful of them that were just kind of clicks either i'm nervous or the guest is nervous or we can't find a a some somewhere to build on and we talked about it right on our on the show but this one was just amazing daniela thank you so much for being on the show and thank you all for listening Thank you all for being supportive. Check out her stuff. She's got an amazing stuff going on in her life with all her with all this all the podcasting, writing, everything like that. Walking Dead's coming around, so they're going to be putting out some new episodes very soon. I mean, they are doing them now, but the real Walking Dead starts. <laughs> kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, just awesomeness. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I hope that you've enjoyed. Now, of course, let's go ahead and get to that point now where I, while we're plugging away social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Roel Santos Jr. I have my website, worldofroad.com. You guys can check out uh, my website there. Also, uh, the YouTube channel, we're gonna I'm going to be working on some things. I've got some ideas in the old noodle noggin, working the noodles, or I don't know what the hell that what I'm trying to say. Every time I do these things, I get flabbergasted with words and I can't put them together. Podcasters, you guys know, or people in the medium speaking, you guys know what I'm talking about. 
Um, what else? Uh, my email, roelsjr at gmail.com. If you guys want to email me directly, talk to me, you can go there. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash world of row. You can leave a comment. You can like it. Please help me get some more likes. I'm trying to get to 200. I'm almost there. Try to get to 300 and 400 and so on. You know, growing, growing, growing. That's all. That's what it's all about and having fun. And uh, that's going to do it, guys. You've been listening to The World of Row, and stay tuned as The World of Row turns, people. Have a great weekend.